This is Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Cougar Post Game Live is also brought to you by Delta, official airline of the BYU men's basketball team. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. And the team you trust tonight, you knew going in it was going to be a big night for the Cougars, and it was. 90-74 to 74 is the final score. And fans, remember, when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50. That's BYU50 on the app or at PapaJohns.com tomorrow and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location tomorrow only. What a night for the tag team tandem of Jackson Robinson and Noah Waterman. A career night for Jackson Robinson. 28 points, not to mention 8 of 16, 50% from 3, and just keeps playing unbelievable basketball this season. 28 points for Robinson, 20 points for Noah Waterman, and they lead the Cougars to their ninth victory on the season. They are now 9-1, and one, back in action, coming up on Saturday night. All right, let's update you on some top 25 action. And we've been talking about upsets in the top 25. Uh, not a lot of action tonight in terms of the, the number of games, uh, but there's going to be a couple of uh, teams in the top 25 that wish they weren't playing tonight because they lost. In fact, two of them. Number five, or excuse me, number 25, Northwestern, losing to Chicago State by two. Chicago State gets the win 75 73 over Northwestern. And this one has now gone final. Number eight, Creighton falls to UNLV, the Rebels, getting the win. And this one really wasn't close. 79 64 in favor of of UNLV the only other top 25 game that is a final was not an upset number 15 Florida Atlantic takes care of business they win by 34 points over Florida International well besides BYU Weber State and Utah State both in action tonight they're out uh, in the Pacific time zone we will start with the Utah State Aggies they are in Santa Clara taking on the Santa Clara Broncos uh, 16 and a half minutes to go in the second half. Utah State with a three-point lead over Santa Clara. 50-47 is the score right now. Uh, and Santa Clara has just scored, so now it's a one-point advantage for the Aggies at 50-49. to As for Weber State, they are in Reno taking on the Nevada Wolfpack. And Nevada with an eight-point advantage over the Wildcats. It is 30-22 Nevada, and the second half has just started in Reno. All right, we will take a quick break. We'll come back and check in on the NBA, including the Utah Jazz trying to snap their losing streak. They get Lowry Markin and back, and we'll let you know how it goes. They're still in action at the Delta Center against the Knicks. We'll update you on that score and others in the pros. BYU gets the win big tonight over Denver. 90 74 is your final score. Back with more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougars win this one going away tonight over Denver. 90-74 to is your final score. Ali Khalifa, five points 
and four rebounds, not to mention two assists. And he's standing by with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Guys. Thank you, Jason. Back to you momentarily for more of Cougar Post Game Live. We return to courtside with Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, and Ali Khalifa. So I was told, Ali, that you don't mind the nickname the Egyptian Magician. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's You're okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay with it. Okay, now that we have clearance, you might actually use it. I've seen it in print. I've seen it out there, but uh, I haven't really used it yet. I want to, but I want to make sure you're you good with it, and you're good with it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, tonight, Ali, uh, three more assists for you, and, and you know your assist draws as much attention as anything else you do out there, and that's a good thing. Since you became a starter in this lineup, you have 17 assists and no turnovers. Well. For the year... 23 assists and two turnovers. And since I, since I didn't call the NC State game, I have not seen Ali turn the ball over yet. Let's just believe, for the record, I've not seen a, a Khalifa turnover yet. All right, knock on wood. Because, uh, <laughs> you don't want to curse him, but so far, so good. How much pride do you take in not just the distribution, but the assist to turnover ratio? How big a deal is that for you? I mean, I mean, once you're playing, you don't really think about that. I just try to take care of the ball and obviously, coach emphasize uh, the whole team not to turn the ball over. And um, I feel like I just always make the safe play, even if it doesn't look like that when I'm playing. But hmm. I'm, I'll be always sure that the guy I'm passing to is wide open. And I just try to, even if they pressure me, like they pressure me a little bit in the last couple of games. And I just be take care of it, put my body first, and just not turn the ball over. Lalo, you're playing great basketball. I'm interested to know your story. We know you're from Egypt, and we know you, we're at Charlotte. But how did... How did you get from playing basketball in Egypt to, to America and then eventually to BYU? Yeah, um, we have, like, a little scouts in Egypt that try to scout us to come play in the U.S. eventually when we play basketball. And um, I was always looking to play outside of Egypt, and I got an opportunity to go to the Global Academy in Australia, uh, the AIS, and it was pretty cool. And then I got recruited to go to Charlotte and um, play in Charlotte for three years, and I feel like I made the best decision of my life to enter in the portal just to be here at BYU. And... Um, yeah, just a blessing. I feel like just it's been it's been a long journey, and I'm just enjoying the moment right now. How much eligibility do you have? Do you have one more year after this if you wanted to use it? Yeah. So, so you, could, ha- you could play two here if you wanted to. Yeah, I will, hopefully, yeah. Oh, good. If well, co- yeah. Coach Pope wants me. Though, well, I'm sure. I can't, can't imagine him he not wants want. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, life at BYU, life in Provo, it's different than North Carolina for sure. Yeah. Uh, what, what have you liked most about living here? Uh, what's maybe caught you most off guard? Uh, I, I guess we always ask guys that have been in the warmer temperatures how you like the winters, things like that. Yeah, um, I feel like the best thing about BYU and living in Provo is the community. I feel like I'll be walking around every day and, Everything is close to each other, and a lot of people just smile to me, say hi to me. They like Ali, and they wave at me. That's, I didn't have that much in uh, in North Carolina anywhere I went. Uh, I feel like the thing that caught me off guard this winter is the snow. I've never been in snow before, and mm. when we came back from Vegas, we saw uh, Dawson's car because me and him lived together. It was all covered in snow, and I was looking at Dawson. Yeah, Dawson's from California. He never had that before too, so I was so surprised. We didn't know what to do, and uh, Tyson <laughs> Jacks kind of helped us just scrape it off the windshields, whatever, to be able to drive. Um, that caught me a lot off guard, but I feel like it's very similar because I'm from Egypt, very similar culture here at Provo, and I appreciate that a lot. I feel like home. I feel comfortable, especially mentally, and I feel like I'm just playing at home back mm. back home, except if it's a little colder. Well, Ollie, tell us about this team. I mean, you've been around a little bit, and uh, what, what do you think that this team obviously off to a great start, ranked and, and winning games in a pretty impressive fashion. What do you What's your impressions of this team, and, and why do you think you're having the success that you're having? I feel like this locker room, man, I feel like I've been in a lot of locker rooms, and that's the healthiest locker room I've, been, I've ever been at. Coach always emphasizes being us. Um, 
just you see us on the court, we're just laughing whenever somebody makes a play or whatever, and we smiling, having fun. We don't care who scores, who makes the pass, who makes the rebound. We just want to win. And coach kind of emphasized that when first I came here in June. He obviously been doing that for a long time now. But I feel like this year we went to Europe together, we had fun together, and I feel like we're just so close off the court that we're on the court. We just want to be successful together. Um, and obviously this underdog mentality because they, a lot of people doubted us throughout uh, the summer and they thought we're not going to do great this year. And I feel like we just have to prove everybody that we're the best team we can be. And we're proving this right now. We're back, on, we're back winning right now. And I feel like we can do great things. I'm just really excited. Not that you were super close to home, but you got to be with the team in Europe uh, this summer as well. Yeah. Um, how important was that trip uh, for, for this team, do you it, think? It was very important. I feel like Coach chose the right time to go to Europe with the right group of people right before the Big 12. Um, it got us a lot close together. I came here in June. I didn't have a lot of friends. I knew a, lot, a couple of people, but um, didn't really practice because of my knee. And I feel like I was kind of distant a little bit from the team. And then we all went to Europe and we all stayed together for 10 days. We went to a lot of places, and it was really important just to get to know each other. And the guys, the veterans here in this team, did a great job just bringing the new guys. Like it was just me and Dawson at the point, and Trip. He came with us, and um, just to be close to them. And, very, and we, whenever we came back, it just felt like oh, we're we've been together for for a couple of years. So, and we, you can see that on the court. Like you feel like we've been playing together a lot, even though that's like my seventh game with the team. Mm. And I feel like that's comes back to going to Europe and being together and having fun together and going through struggles together as well. So you've been in Utah for a few months. Has it taken a while or did it take a while to get used to playing at altitude? Um, yeah, it took me a, took me a while because um, <laughs> I came here, I was injured, I didn't really do much and doing conditioning a little bit um, with, uh, with Wiz, our strength coach, and I was dying and I couldn't <laughs> imagine getting in the court and running up and down and then you do it in practice and you feel fine, then the first game in the Houston Christian, I was dying as well. <laughs> it was like, it was crazy. And then when I sat down for a little bit, played NC State in Vegas, it was way better. I felt like, oh, I, I'm used to that right now. Um, it just gets, it gets, it gets you a little bit after the first one, two weeks. It's always hard this first four minutes. Even Trevin and me and Trevin were talking about it on the bench. It just gets you so tired when the elevation, but it's a huge advantage as well because the other team just stops running eventually because they get so tired. So it's a huge advantage just to play here. We've, we've seen your great passing. We've talked a lot about that. You play a lot out at the three-point line, running the team. Um, we saw tonight some nice post moves. How, how do you feel like your game is right now? You mentioned the injuries and getting into shape. But how do you feel like your game is right now? What do you see developing uh, going forward? I feel like like my advantage, obviously, around the three-point line are these elbow areas to be able to create for others. But today, like we said, like you show, they, they were switching everything. And I talked to coach, like, I feel like my advantage in this left block, that's why I was like, give me the ball in the block. And even if I'm not going to score it, it was creating for others. I had a couple of assists on that too. Uh, I feel like I can do a bit of everything. Obviously the three is going to fall down eventually. Uh, just keep shooting him. And I feel like I'm a good post player and I can pass. And if they took one thing, I can do. I don't force anything. Like if I'm not going to shoot the ball tonight, then I'm going to have my guys open every time because they worried about me being on the three-point line. I was just stand there, and they would score every possession. So um, I feel like I can do a little bit of everything. I'm trying to improve defensively as well, um, just get in a better shape, obviously. And, um, yeah. How do you like playing on a team that wants to get up 30 to 43s a night? It's great. It's <laughs> the easiest team to get assists on. <laughs> they kind of messed me up a little bit today, Jackson. Uh, Spencer kind of missed a couple threes, but I talked to them about that in the locker room. But um, I think Jack's made enough to, to make up for that. I though. told him he made every other three 
<laughs> except the one I passed. Except the ones for you. <laughs> and he apologized to me. But I feel like it's easier when coach, even coach, sometimes gets mad at me. Like, Ali, I want to shoot five threes today. Like, you can shoot. You're one of the best shooters on the team. And we care. I do it in practice and then come in games sometimes. I don't know. I feel like he's not falling right now, but I'll just keep shooting them, keep working. It wasn't Ali's night to shoot threes, but the team did get up 37 and oh. made 12. Jackson Robinson, by the way, eight threes, a new career high for him, and 28 points, a new career high for him. And how about Noah Waterman? He'd never had a double-double before tonight, and he ends up with 20 and 14. Yeah, Coach said it in the first half. Just Noah set the tone early. Like, after, after the first shot, he was just jumping in there every single time just to get the ball, even from us. That's what I told him. He keeps stealing <laughs> rebounds from us. But he set the tone early. He was playing so hard, and Noah been working so hard in his game this summer. And showing right now he has one of the best seasons of his career, and I'm so happy for him. Yeah, he's been blocking out rebound, especially on the offensive glass. He just throws himself in there. And I feel like a lot of people do that too. I give credit for Richie as well. He puts his body in the line a lot for us, and uh, we appreciate that from him as well. And shout-out to Spencer Johnson, who before Saturday had never had a double-double. He had 10 and 11 at Utah, and tonight a near triple-double. 11 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists for Spence. He does it all. What a great teammate. Yeah, he's a veteran. That's what I tell him. He he's the, the most veteran guy in America, really. Yeah. <laughs> he knows the game very well, and um, obviously it wasn't actually like his night in Utah, and it's good to see him now making more shots and being more confident. And I mean, I can't talk more about Spencer. He's our leader, and... Um, he killed it tonight. Finally, Ali, for you, before I let you go, and thanks for the time tonight. Good talking with you. Um, uh, did your family members ever get to see you play in Charlotte? And, well, did that ever happen? Did they ever see you play there personally? No, my sister did because my sister played at Cincinnati, and one time she flew to Charlotte uh, to come watch me play in person, but that's, that was two years ago. Do you think you'll ever have any family come visit you here in Utah to um, see you play? I hope so. Uh, my sister is back home right now working with my parents on getting the American visa because okay. they need a visa to come to this country, and we work on it. Hopefully we'll get them. I don't know if they're going to come in season, but hopefully they're going to come well, in Well, gosh, it would be really special to see them have, you, have them see you play at some point here. That'd I be know. That will be, be amazing. Well, you're amazing. Thank you for the time tonight and so much fun watching you play and, and, and being such an important part of this team. We wish you all the best success the rest of this year and moving forward. It was a pleasure. Thank you, Ali. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank all you. Right, that is Ali Khalifa. And we'll return it over to Jason Shepard after this. Cougar Post Game Live continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Big O Tires Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU gets the win tonight over the Denver Pioneers. 90-74 is the final score. A career night for Jackson Robinson. 28 points. He also had two rebounds, four assists, shot the ball extremely well. 10 of 19 and 8 of 16 from three. Eight threes. For Jackson Robinson, what a great night for him. No Waterman with 20 points on 8 of 11 shooting. Very efficient, not to mention 14 points, his first double-double as a BYU Cougar. Uh, before we move over to the pros, let's check back in on the two other local teams playing tonight. Weber State at Nevada. Wolfpack still with a 12-point advantage. It's 46-34 Nevada uh, with 11.40 to go in the second half. Utah State. In Santa Clara, taking on the Broncos, the Aggies, with a one-point lead, 61-60, with nine and a half minutes to go in that one. Moving on to the NBA, the Utah Jazz have lost five out of their last six games. They have lost their last three in a row, but they are two minutes and 34 seconds away from snapping that losing streak. They lead the Knicks 113-108. 
to 104. A massive fourth quarter by the Jazz have uh, pushed their lead uh, up on the Knicks. First half was pretty much back and forth, uh, but they were able to get Lowry Markin and back. The bad news is in this game, rookie Keontae George left in the first quarter. A non-contact injury to his foot is what they're calling it. He did not return. Certainly hope it's not serious, but it did not look good when he was hobbling off into the locker room, so we'll certainly wait to see what happens there. Uh, but uh, right now it's 113-104 Jazz with 2.34 left. Elsewhere, really good one in the Valley of the Sun. The Phoenix Suns hosting the Brooklyn Nets. 114-110 Brooklyn with the lead over the Suns with 30 seconds remaining. Everything else in the NBA is a final. 76ers winning in Detroit tonight. That is another loss for the Detroit Pistons. 129-111, Philadelphia gets the victory. Pelicans winning in Washington over the Wizards by 20, 142-122. The Heat win at home over the Hornets, 115-104. Raptors over the Hawks, 135-128. Houston picks up their 12th win on the season. They're now 12-9. and They defeat the Grizzlies 117-104. Ja Morant coming back shortly to Memphis. The Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Indiana Pacers 140-126. to And I just need to double-check on this. I'm looking at the stats here, and I obviously did not watch this game. It says Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 64 points in this game. 64 points and 14 rebounds as the Bucks win tonight, 140-126. Also, the Lakers hand Wimby and the San Antonio Spurs another loss. It is 122-119 Lakers getting the victory. One BYU football note, and it's not a big surprise. I think we all expected to hear it, but it was made official tonight. BYU tight end Isaac Rex officially announcing that he is on his way to the National Football League. So we certainly uh, hope for all the best for Isaac Rex in the NFL. All right, after the break, we'll get you back over to the Marriott Center for more Cougar Post Game Live with Greg and Mark. BYU gets the win. They are now 9-1 and one on the season. They defeat Denver tonight, 90-74. Back to the Marriott Center after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to hear from BYU head coach Mark Pope. This is the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. The BYU Creamery, the classic taste of BYU ice cream, now also in a convenient pint. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a national leader in business valuation services. Learn more at econpartners.com. Let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We start the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show from courtside here at the Marriott Center. Greg and Mark and the head coach, the BYU Cougars, Mark Pope, popping on the headset. Let's start with our Waystar stars of the game tonight, brought to you by Waystar, simplifying health care payments. Learn more at Waystar.com. We'll choose a couple players tonight. Jackson Robinson, career-high 28 points, career-high eight three-pointers. And Noah Waterman, first career double-double, 20 points and a career-high 14 rebounds. Those are our Waystar stars of the game. Coach Pope, there were a lot of stars for you guys tonight. Nice win. Yeah, I'm proud of the guys, especially the first half. I, f- I feel like the guys came out, and, you know, this is a really talented Denver team. Uh, they, you know, they average 85 points a game, and they can really score. They have some guys that are really dangerous, and I thought in the first half our guys did a great job setting the tone and kind of laying the groundwork for a win. Coach Bruner, 24-a-night guy, one of the top in the country. He had 15 in this one. Uh, Tynamo, good scorer as well. Excuse me, was that the, the scout for tonight? Maybe try and take away those two guys, what they like to do 
and and also they they got to the free throw line a lot uh, not tonight but that's what they do and not so much tonight was that also part of the scout to to not bail him out and get him at the free yeah throw line? for sure uh, you know it's interesting this Bruner is is uh, is is such an efficient player because um, he just kills you from three point line he kills you from the free throw line I think you know he got up six which we, we would have liked to get that number down but they were all tough all really contested all difficult shots I thought our guys did a uh, Unbelievable job pushing up the boards. Um, I thought Spence uh, was absolutely terrific the first 10 minutes of this game. Defensively on him was really, really assignment sound. Um, and the guys did a nice job for the most part keeping him off the free throw line. He averages eight free throws a game. He only got three tonight. So um, those those were our two keys to guard him. I thought, And we didn't actually bring a ton of help. It was just kind of like, yeah, Spence, you got him for the first ten. And then Jax, you got him for the next six. And both those guys, the first half, really, really rang the bell. And I thought were were terrific. Mark Durant, did you say it was Taylor Swift's birthday today? It is. Well, Mark Pope would know that. Don't, yeah. don't pretend like you don't know. Greg. Mark Pope would already know that. Yeah. And so, and so, Mark Durant's pre-game keys to the game. He said he's feeling 22. Yeah. And he said the keys tonight were to get 22 assists yep. and keep Bruner under 22. And look at BYU tonight with exactly 22 assists yep. and Bruner was held to 15. Well, and, and you know, uh, we talked about that all day as a team. We had a special uh, birthday celebration gala. <laughs> uh, all the guys dressed up as Taylor Swift for for shoot around today, um, and we just have been blurring Taylor Swift music in the office all day long like you do the truth is is that we love taylor man we are 100 percent swifties here at byu that's that's what we do byu wins it by a score of 90 to 74 we had ali khalifa as our post-game interview tonight our first chance to chat with him on the headset what a delight that was and um and ali had another another zero night and the turnover tally three and zero tonight as he dropped the three assists and and kind of works his way into things continues to be such an integral part of this offense the way he does it and, and the way he described it, it's almost like he doesn't even have to think about what he's doing. He says, my yeah. guys are always open. That's yeah. why the turnover number is so low. I don't pass it unless they're open. <laughs> well, you know, he might be living in a different world than the rest of us. <laughs> just in terms of, like, he's got a gift, man. He is just such an elite-level passer. And it's almost comical now, right? It's just kind of you just shake your head and be like, yep, here he goes again. There goes that man, right? Just in terms of uh, just being a savant. You know, uh, I felt like we could have really milked him in the post more. I felt like we turned him down. And that's a place where we're trying to work into the game. Uh, he's just—he's he, really talented as a post scorer and a post passer. Um, he turned—he turned down one three to find Noah, um, but but um, you know, unfortunately, we got to rest him for for most of the night, which is important. Um, Why is that important right now? Are you still where's he well, at? He's, you know, he's not 100 percent healthy. This knee, you know, he's kind of sucking it up for us right now because we need him so badly with Foose out right now. And so um, we're trying to we're trying to just manage his knee the very best we can. Coach, uh, look at Spen- yeah, a lot of good performances tonight. Spencer Johnson, though, 11, 10, and 6. Yep. How important is it to have kind of a foundational guy, a bedrock guy that you know he's going to take care of business? He, he did on the defensive side of the ball. He would still uh, be a, making a, a, a massive difference in this game. I would actually lead with that part, right? Um, but he's a vet. Um, when he builds his game on the defensive end, he's really special, and he certainly was tonight. Jack said eight of your 12 threes tonight uh, as a team. Uh, I don't know that there's a better bench player in America right now doing what he does. No, and and um, 
he uh, you know it's you know Trav was uh, really under the weather tonight, so so it was important for Jax to step up and do that. And he was I thought he was you know come on he's fantastic. I think I also you know um, you know I think. Uh, uh, Zero only scored four points in his matchup with Jackson. The reason I'm talking about those specific matchups is because we weren't bringing any help. It was just like, guys, go handle it. And so um, I, th- I thought he was terrific on both sides of the ball. Now the other zero, uh, Noah Waterman, had never had more than eight rebounds in a game, and he jumps up with 14 tonight yeah. on a 2014 yeah. night. Yeah, and he started out, you know, what's incredible about Noah is, I, I mean, I can't say enough about his focus. Um, he was really, really upset uh, after the Utah game. And what he was said about, he's just like, I only got four rebounds. That's not who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so, but you watch him on the very first possession. There's a lot of stuff going on in your mind the first possession. You're trying to take it in and get a feel and get a flow. And sure enough, every single time this dude comes racing in from somewhere beyond the three-point line to try and attack the offensive glass, and he does it on every single possession and um you know he is the lead he's the leader of our wedge brigade for sure um because he's doing it from space every single time and um I, i'm just really proud of him with his focus and intensity and and a uh, great response for him tonight maybe too intense ali said he's losing rebounds to noah yeah he said yeah. Noah takes him away from him. yeah which yeah. is it's a beautiful <laughs> thing man i'm really really and and, and we, we haven't talked about noah's defense but you know he comes in with a, a really tough matchup with a kid that's averaging 18 and then and then we're switching one through four so noah's got to guard him and then on every one four ball screen he's got to guard zero yeah, right which he did yeah and and um i thought he was you know he was terrific on the defense of the ball. Super proud of him. All right, we'll take a break. More with Coach Mark Pope as we continue on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, uh, back on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Closing comments with head coach Mark Pope. Greg and Mark Durant here with you courtside. BYU goes to 9-1 and on the year and 6-0 and at home with a 90-74 win over the Denver Pioneers. Denver falls to 6-5 and on the year. Denver's played the back-to-back games against ranked teams. They went to Fort Collins last week, Coach Mark Pope, and, and gave the Rams all they wanted. Had a, uh, had a lead at halftime, uh, played a good game there, and, uh, and had back-to-back ranked opponents with coming into your place. By the way, the attendance tonight, another good one, 13,349. Uh, Coach Jeff Wolbrun and uh, Denver. Played some good basketball this year coming in. Yeah, and I, they'll have a good year. I think I like the way his team's put together. I like the way it's constructed. I think they have good pieces, and I think they fit. And uh, I'm excited for him. I'm, I'm cheering for him. I like Coach a lot. He's terrific. Okay, so uh, this is game one of a five-game homestand for you. Uh, how are things going to look here with the next little bit being both holidays and finals coming into play? We just got this team is really good at focusing. You know, that's a, it's one of our superpowers. And so, you know, we, we have a lot of distraction going on, but, but we have two really huge games kind of up that we need to take care of. And, and uh, you know, starting with Saturday against a, a good Georgia State team. And, and so we got to, you know, we got to come in here and, and uh, get a couple great practices in, and these guys will come really compete, and we'll, we'll do terrific. Coach, you mentioned Noah's response to the Utah game the other night. How, how do you feel like the team did respond to that uh, tough situation up there, losing their first game and then and responding to that? Yeah, I, I mean, I was really pleased with the guys. Um, uh, you know, we had we, we always do a on Saturday games. We always get, come in early on Monday morning because we're not allowed to recap after the game. 
And I was proud of the guys at the debrief. Um, I feel like they were focused and hungry and, and, and not discouraged at all. And, and, and you know, we understand that um, there's going to be some times where, um, you know, the ball doesn't bounce our way, but, but we're going to uh, approach it every day. And I think the guys, uh, you know, have had a really good week uh, leading up to this preparing. And, and we just know we want to get better. We just want to get better. And, and, and that's really exciting. Okay, so you mentioned it really briefly with me in our pregame interview. I'm sure you were asked about it in the postgame just now. Uh, about both Marcus Adams and, and maybe Dawson Baker as well. Any, any way you can restate what the situation is? Because it seems as if everyone's fair game for at least the next two weeks. Guys who are looking for waivers, and Marcus is one of those guys. Yeah, um, Dawson Baker is uh, getting closer and closer every day, and it's just as, you know, we just kind of see how it goes. And, and uh, Marcus, you know, we're, we're, we're almost 100% sure that he's good to go with no strings attached. We. We, you know, we kind of been trying to go back and forth to NCAA uh, all day long, get absolute clarification on that. But um, that'll be exciting. It's good news, and we'll, we'll be excited to proceed about, with that and see how he can fit in here. How ready is he to play right now? Um, he's getting more healthy. He went through his first full shoot around today, so um, it's just as a matter of it's, you know, it's, with these return to plays, it just is a it's an everyday kind of you know, uh, uh, Wiz has a fifty six. Uh, it's like taking your car into the to get a checkup. I mean, he got a fifty six point check and as soon as you pass all 56 you can play in a game and so um, these guys are working on it as soon as they get there he gives us the green light and, and we'll get him in a uniform. Coach says Wiz that's the uh, nickname of Michael Davey your strength and conditioning the great guy. Michael right? Davey uh, you know I mean come on there's no doubt he's the best strength coach in, in college basketball might be the best strength coach in all of basketball he's um, you know what he's done with his career and his expertise in this field is unbelievable it's, it's incredible that we have him here it mm. just is incredible. What you said about Dawson uh, in pregame was you don't want this time he's been off to be wasted time. That is, don't mess it up by bringing him back too soon. Is that what you mean by that? Not making a wasted time. Yeah, and so you know, it's 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 you know, he's had this lingering foot injury for a, over a year. It's almost been a year and a half, and so um, it, there's just this you know, you want to bring him back as fast as you can, but then you know, if if it com- if he comes back and two days in, it's just sore back to the way it's been for the last year and a half. We just wasted two months, and so you know. You're kind of balancing that out. Unfortunately, I'm I'm not smart enough and and don't claim to be to make any of those decisions. I just – those guys just tell me when he's good to go, and he's good to go then. What's he giving you in terms of feedback, Dawson, that is, in terms of how he personally feels out there? Oh, he's dying right now. He wants to be in this deal so bad. Like, he is just like – I mean, he is is, is begging and pleading every day. So, Can you give us an update on on Foose? I mean, we – you're you're managing without him, but he's obviously a huge part of what you want to do. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, he's doing good. So he uh, he's ramped up the workouts. Um, he's still not on the court full with us yet, but um, he's do, uh, done some isolation uh, work on the hamstring with the Kangatech and the whole deal. And um, uh, I think we're optimistic that this thing's going to go continue to go fast. We're hopeful, but we'll see. Finals are next week, not this week. Is that right? Finals are starting at the end of this week okay, and so, into next week. Okay, so the time you'll have off between Saturday, Georgia State, and Bellarmine the next Friday, that's where a lot of the exams yep, will take that's, place? that's exactly why it's scheduled that way. Okay. Um, and so our guys are um, they're doing really well in school right now they got to finish up strong and and um, and uh, it's going to be entertaining to say the least as we <laughs> trudge through uh, finals here entertaining is the word okay uh, we have Richie Saunders on I the mean coach. you just see the guys walking in and the stress like the stress that they <laughs> are brutal. wearing 
on their faces is just uh, you know it's a lot of sleepless nights and and uh, and and you know uh, tutors galore and and you know we do a lot of studying in the in the annex in the lounge is where a lot of guys study and so um, you see all guys kind of in all different stages of um, of just disrepair like, yes <laughs> it's beautiful I mean it's a rite of passage and and uh, we have great students that take it really seriously and so they are feeling the pressure. All right, uh, shout-out to Avery, uh, post-game interview videographer again for taking care of business here. Yeah, she's back in action. Lee was on it for one day, and then and then uh, Avery, Avery made it back in town. And then tomorrow night on your coach's show, we have Richie Saunders as our special guest. Richie Saunders. Well, I'm super excited about that. The Hopefully Colonel. the whole Saunders clan is there. Uh, Richie Saunders is blessed with the greatest sisters ever in the history of the world. Hmm. And, uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow night. And then Miss Sierra, too. So let's hope. All right. We will see you in Studio C tomorrow night. Coach, thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right. You. That is Mark Pope. We're back. We're back to wrap things up on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Ten games in the books, nine wins for BYU. Nine and one Cougs defeat Denver tonight 90-74. to That is your final score. The Cougs go 50% from the field on a 34-68 shooting night. Denver also took exactly 68 shots, made fewer of them. 29, a 43% night for the Pioneers, whose trek to Utah ends in a 16-point defeat. Let's get to the Economics Partners valuable stat of the game, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And Mark, you decided we go with the block shots tally tonight. 7-0 in BYU's favor. And those seven block shots, a new season high. You know, this team is sneaky good at block shots. With Khalifa has shown some ability. Obviously, Foos, when he's in there, block shots at Tiki. And you go down the line, uh, Noah's an excellent shot blocker. And uh, Jackson Robinson, so Richie. I mean, they, they can put some blocks on the board. And a uh, nice job tonight. Trevin Nell, one of BYU's seven blocks tonight. Nell is a rim protector, as you know. Yeah, he's, <laughs> That's where he's, he's made his name. <laughs> BYU's plus-minus leader tonight, by the way, Dallin Hall at a tidy plus-23 in 29 minutes of play. All right, to BYU 90, Denver 74. That is your final score. Let's wrap it up. Thank our crew back at BYU Radio. Our control board operators, James Finlayson and Ethan Arkell. Our studio editor, Soraya Ritchie. Our control, our studio, our coordinating producer, making it all happen, Terry South. Studio host, Jason Shepard. Engineer, Barry Squires. Operations, Clark Jackman and Sean O'Neill. Corporate sponsorship, Casey Stoffer, BYU Associate Athletic Director. Courtside, we thank, as always, Tyson Jex, BYU Basketball Communications Director for his assistance and right-hand help. And that just leaves uh, the guys. Oh, we also want to thank uh, Ali Khalifa for his uh, post-game. He's fantastic. Just yes. a sweet guy. It was his post-game uh, interview debut tonight. So thanks to Ali and to Coach Mark Pope pre and post-game. And shout-out also going to Jeff Wolbrin, head coach of the Pioneers, for being part of our pregame show as well. So for all those folks, that just leaves the guys on the headset, the man to my left. Hey, we any broadcast where we mentioned Taylor Swift that many times, I mean, we <clears throat> mentioned her more than a 
Kansas City Chiefs football game broadcast. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. So Mark Durant did to make sure T Swift's <laughs> name got in the, in the uh, broadcast a lot tonight. So happy birthday to uh, the one, the only. So for Mark, my name is Greg Rubel. Thanking you for tuning in and saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah. You've been listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by All Pro Capital, Real Estate Investments, by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned and operated Big O Tires, the team you trust. Brought to you by Ken Garf, we hear you. And by Smith's Food and Drug, proud partner of BYU Athletics. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Shane Reese, Vice President Keith Vorkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.